This is the KentokyoCon Podcast, brought to you by KentokyoCon staff. I'm Sam McGee. This episode is like an 18-plus panel. You don't have to show your ID, but it may contain some adult language. You've been warned. Hand check. All right, and welcome to the show. Uh, today we are going to have uh, some fun with uh, with the Kentokyo uh, Cons Con Chair, Shing. And with a little little uh, countdown, we're going to call uh, Chairman Ma's Countdown, where where we're going to start uh, from the ten, the bot like the top ten anime that uh, would you consider like a best of list? Is that what you say? Yeah, uh, for me, this is my top ten list. Um... I've spent many, many years defending this list, so while this is technically a subjective list, I can give you an objective reason for why every single one of these uh, is where it is. Actually, um, I have a top 100 list that I spent about eight hours last night t- tearing through, and I couldn't quite update it all because I haven't been tracking my anime for the last four years. You have way too much spare time on your hands, it sounds uh, like. <laughs> I got home from, I got home from uh, running errands, and I was like, huh, I have not updated my, my mal in about four and a half years now since about mid 2016 i was like there's a bunch of things i've watched and i just uh, haven't had a chance to update yet and uh when i was updating my um top 10 list i realized there was a major problem um is that some of these shows uh really don't hold up the top 10 status anymore especially number 10 and number nine but the problem is nothing there's like a big log jam of shows between 11 and 19 that are really good but aren't quite top 10 although uh, uh, we will be discussing that it will. There are some that potentially could make a top ten push in the next six months. Well, to, to, for this one at least, for at least for the first two that we're going to do, we're going to start with the top ten. And in fact, this is probably going to be a, a two parter because I know how passionate you are about these shows. So for this one, I think we'll start with uh, ten through six. So uh, as you were mentioning already, let's go ahead and start with number ten. Number ten on Chairman Ma's countdown. What would you say, number ten anime? Number 10 anime on my list is Hidan no Aria uh, that was mm. released in 2011 and done by JC Staff. It is otherwise known as, uh, what was it? Um, Aria the Scarlet Ammo? Yes, that's I think it was the English title. Um, and for all context, uh, when I say, when I, when I judge these shows, I judge them by the original Japanese dub. Um, the voice acting cast is much better. You can get the enunciation. There's nothing lost in translation. Um, also, it allows you to practice speed reading because you have to get really good at reading subtitles really quickly. Otherwise, you're gonna be watching the same scene five times trying to figure out what went on, what was going on. And if I remember correctly, the main heroine Arya of this is uh, the famous voice actress, uh, the who, who everybody knows as uh, Sundare, right? Yes, the Sundare queen, uh, Kigumiya Rie, I think her name is. Yes, um, this is one of her. I think her one of her last major roles before she because she's i think she's at this point pseudo retired because i haven't heard her much recently she she's still makes appearances and a lot of stuff like she was actually just in uh oh it's currently airing she's in the fruit baskets reboot yeah uh, that's 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 a little bit different it's it, a it's, it, yeah it's, it's, it's it, a she she is definitely considered uh famous she's basic she's basically one of those people you bring in for a name part for these anime kind of like bringing a uh, meryl street into a into a movie you know it's like you're not bringing her in because you want like this big crazy thing you're you're asking for a name who's also still pretty good yeah, at what you're, they do. you're attaching but the thing is is that she's at this point effectively pseudo retired um, yeah she doesn't really star in many shows anymore but this is one of the last ones she did before she started 
really stepping back. But uh, go ahead and give us a give us a good summary of the show that for people that have not seen it. So uh, if there are any children uh, listening to this, I advise that you uh, uh, <laughs> ask uh, ask that you clamp your ears shut and ask your parents what some of these uh, things might actually mean. This is actually a show that I've actually been working on a, a bridge series uh, on the back burner for about six years now, um, with the tagline "My boner gives me super strength." <laughs> which actually is effectively the premise of the show. Yes, so the is. main the main character um, of the show has a bloodline ability because normally, so basically the, the universe is set in basically a giant crime fighting universe. Like there's Bute, which are like the sort of like, sort of like detective, police, sort of like high school magician hybrids. And then you have people who, then you have uh, magicians and then you have uh, other characters were like Shinto priests and can invoke supernatural abilities and so on and so forth. But the main character is effectively useless in his base form. He is a E-ranked Butai, which means he is the lowest of the low. He is effectively garbage. And the only reason he got into his, the school that he goes to, and by the way, this, school, this starts on the first day of class, is because uh, he got... Ex he, I don't think they explain this in the anime, but uh, he got... Uh, whenever he gets aroused... Um, or he pops a boner, he basically becomes a S-ranked or like super boote and can just go around, you know, basically breaking the world. Like he can, well, what was it? And the, in the first episode, he is able to instantly analyze and counter fire uh, machine gun fire from three Uzis by using his own gun to fire bullets and deflect their shots. He is also able to dodge point blank machine gun fire uh, when he's in his aroused form. Um, he meets Arya, who is the main heroine, played by uh, Rie. Um, and uh, basically, she's like, why are you so useless? Why are you so useless? And gets into a gunfight. And then he gets aroused in the middle of the gunfight. And then uh, basically puts her down, treats her like a kid, and then just takes care of the... I think the best way to describe them is... Um, Uzi wielding segways, <laughs> I think is I think is the best way to describe what they fight in episode one. And anyway, it I mean the universe is really deep. Um, I really enjoy it. The music is really good. Um, Scarlet Ballet uh, ba is the opening. It's a uh, tier two song. So for those of you who don't know, I rank. I listen to so much and watch so much anime. Listen to so much anime music. I actually rank uh, songs on a uh, on a scale, going from tier ten, which is like literally just like dubstep put through like a toaster oven up to like tier zero, which are my top, top songs. Uh, tier two is generally considered best of the season. Yes. And, and I, I, and I remember that th this was a show that, um, it didn't have to be as good as it was as it as it was. It came out very well put together. the The staff did a very good job of making a cool action show that really worked out well. And to show you how much this actually did, eventually have a sequel, which which was which they definitely phoned in and was not as so good. So the problem with Hidano Aria Double A, which is it literally is Hidano Aria AA, is that it doesn't follow the cast of the first series it's technically more of a spinoff mm -hmm. think if you guys have watched um a certain magical index it's hidano aria aa is in the same vein of um index versus railgun yeah it's the same universe and in the first episode the two three main characters of 
the first season make an appearance, but it follows a completely different cast altogether. Actually, you know what? What's a what's a really good comparison? Think of Soul Eater versus Soul Eater Not. Oh, let, let's yeah. It is literally yeah. like let, let's not even think of that. Well, no, well, no. <laughs> it literally is what it is because the main character of Double A is just a fangirl. Yeah. Of the main character, one of the main characters. Mm, yes, in, yes. In the, like, I literally, I think I watched three episodes. I, I. I slogged through three episodes. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. Oh, I, I watched the whole thing. Oh, you. Oh, God. I, 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 you could call me a masochist. Because you are. Like, oh, that that you was are. it was not good. I, I watched the whole thing. You own two hoping cho- I hope hoping that some of the goodness from the first ver- the first show would come back through. But besides Arya making appearances every so often. No, not at all. And Arya was actually a very different character because she's like she still had that front. And that's another thing. She's the Sundare in the show so she had a front that she showed off to everybody else as being this cool person but you know the main character of of the the first show you know she's like i'm a cool stone person but behind the scenes to the main main yeah. guy she falls apart i mean that's that's <laughs> that's one of the good things about all of rie's roles is that yes they are tsundere's but they they're not just sort of flat baka. I'm gonna hit you over the head with a loot. You know it it is you know there there is gen not always but generally some depth to what's going on as opposed to just sort of you know baka. But it is it, it's very it and the show is a little bit aged and so you will see that it doesn't have that sheen and glean from before. The plot is good. It's a fun show and it's good and it's a very it's a good show that you can put put up and watch again. Yeah, again. it was made by JC Staff, unfortunately on a shoestring budget. Um, there is a unfortunately a lot of early 2010 CG in there mm-hmm. just because they didn't have the money. Like a lot of the um. A lot of the bullet time stuff is done in CG just to save money because yes. hand drawing all those animations probably would have broken what limited budget they had because they they had some really good they they blew a lot of their budget on the VA on the on the voice staff and that's one thing you'll find a lot in common with most of my shows is that the voice cast and the performance is really top notch. All right, so that was uh, Arya the Scarlet. Scarlet Anna, right? You don't know Arya, yes. Yeah. Not, that, not not double A. That that not that, double A. Not that double a. that was a that right. was an aborted. So that was number ten. So now let's move on to number nine. Number nine coming in uh, from Studio AIC in 2012 is Achi Kochi, mm. or otherwise known as Place to Place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so compared to the previous one, there is a small lolly as the main character, and that's about where the similarities. <laughs> um, Kochi is a so it's not really even... It's like a hybrid slice-of-life feel-good anime. It's not one that I watch when I want to go, Gar! You know, it's sort of one that's like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to leave this up, and I'm just going to be, you know, nice and relaxed. This is, this, is a, this is a show I think a lot of people have not seen, mainly because it's relaxed, and it fell under the radar for a lot of people. But I can almost guarantee anybody that's been watching anime or that's been doing meme stuff for long enough has seen the head pat of the main character with their, like, pat, pat. It's it's a gif I see all the time still. Yeah. And I'm, and people are all the time like, oh, where's this from? And I'm like, oh, that's from here. And they're so, like, what? <laughs> the, the way you can tell is that the main character has dark blue hair about mid-back, mid-back. Uh, mid length and normally she walks around when she's just doing whatever regular girl but the moment the main character pats her head nicomimis come out the the cat ears come out which is a and on the really big ones tail comes out as well Mm, yeah um but the main characters i mean this show isn't you know super deep or anything it's 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 mainly just a feel good have fun sort of you know just 
relaxing it's, show. It's it's a fluffy feel good show, and you just want you do you do relax it. You watch it to relax and then just enjoy it. The, I, I agree. It's very much like sipping some hot tea and just enjoying yourself watching something relaxing. The um the uh the term fuka fuka basically uh, it comes up quite a bit actually oh, in yeah. the show. Um, it's but like I said, it's it's think of it almost like um. Helpful Fox Senko, which, yes, yeah. by the way, that's going to get ranked. That'll probably, it's definitely top 50. Top 25 might be a bit of a stretch. But think of between that, a cross between that and this season's um, Uzaki-chan. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, and add a, add a little bit of Kimono Friends. Mm. And I think that's a pretty accurate uh, description of a pretty good hybrid. Unfo- it, it predates all of those by about six years. Yes, yes. Um, but it's, in my opinion, it's a really good, just sort of relaxing, fun, easy to watch show that, you know, sometimes I get sick of listening to Sean Chamel screaming into a microphone for, you know, 16 <laughs> hours, which is effectively all of Dragon Ball Z. Um, and it's just, a, it's a really good change of pace. Yeah. Um, from just all this sort of, dark gritty oh no, i'm a demon slayer anime stuff like that I, I, I like those every so often i like to have those every so often it's not it's not something that so, sometimes i feel like seeing somebody's head get blown off but then other times i just want something soft and relaxing to watch and it's, I, I do enjoy the show for that i haven't actually watched i think and since it came out actually it's it it's, was really big when it came out it's actually aged really well um because the animation style is very simple yeah. a lot of bold colors it doesn't have that problem with a lot of shows that do like very soft water watercolor pastels mm. or like the go for the cutting edge you know high speed animation mm, yeah because that always gets better over time but you know just solid basic mm. you know fundamental animation makes this show actually age pretty well yes um and it really has like i said i mean it's we would discuss more about it but it's a it's a pretty simple show. So it's I'm, pretty simple, yeah. We're not going very deep into it because it's it, it's just you watch it for fluff and fun, you know. It it's a good thing to turn on and relax, and I and I do suggest it. I again, I haven't watched him forever. I might I might come back. Yeah, I, I re- generally I watch my top ten once a year. Yeah. Generally, starting right after Thanksgiving, I'll just pop them on, leave them running on my third monitor as I'm doing some work. So it's it's really nice. Like I said, Achikochi is good. Um, it can't really rank higher than ninth because it's all fluff there's not yeah. a whole lot of substance behind it um and really as you climb higher and higher on this list it is it's probably the with the exception of the number seven show and the number seven show has some pretty serious chops um but it's 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 up there pretty well, good well let, let's continue on then let's go ahead and go to what you have for your number eight show so number eight is a bit of a hodgepodge um number eight is hayate no gotoku uh, or Hayate the Combat Butler. Yes. Um, as you might call uh, it. Now, to, to be clear about this, I think we had this discussion before. You're mentioning, uh, when you say that, you mean like the entire run of the whole series, correct? So Hayate the Combat Butler is the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that Manglobe tried to ruin the entire show. <laughs> and at this point, uh, declared bankruptcy 18 months ago. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, no. Tra- <laughs> so Hayate the Combat Butler is also my number two ranked manga. Mm. Um, behind my number one ranked manga, which never got a proper adaptation. Let, let's let's save that for a different podcast. That's a, no, <laughs> trust me, the amount of bitching I could do about uh, high, about them butchering Hayate's adaptation yeah. and Negima's adaptation. Oh, I could go on for probably five or six hours without trying too hard. <laughs> but um, so there's there's uh. Th- there's four seasons of Hayate the Combat Butler plus a movie. Well, we'll go go ahead and give a quick synopsis of the show. So Hayate the Combat Butler is a show about 
Hayate, um, who is uh, Ayasaki, who is the um, single most unfortunate person in the world. Yes. Um, he is left a debt, I think, of either 150 or 300 million yen, which I think is like $3 million by his parents who love to gamble. Um, and in the first episode, basically, he's kicked out of his house and he's been sold to a bunch of organ uh, uh, harvesters, you know, because they want to sell his kidneys, basically. Very light and fun show. <laughs> it, it, it actually it's actually really light and funny it, I, I know it's, I'm, it's, make, I'm, it's being, like, it's, I'm being very it's, it's like the, it's, it's a very morbid comedy if that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense it's like sort of like almost like the old school Looney Tunes where you were while you while where Wild Coyote gets handed a big brick of TNT and it you know and it leaves him in cinders it's it's kind of hybrid between that and slapstick but basically he runs away from the organ harvesters ends up in a park and runs into a girl well the first thing he thinks is I'm gonna kidnap this girl and I'm gonna make a bunch of money <laughs> and, smart and, idea smart idea as it turns out the girl um is uh is the heiress to um uh uh Nagi uh, I can't remember. I can't, uh, I can't never pronounce her last name. Saizen uh, is the heiress to a um, one of the biggest fortunes in the world. And she ran away from home uh, basically to sulk <laughs> and uh, can't figure out how to buy a can of coffee at a Japanese vending machine, which if you've watched anime, you put a coin and you push a button and it comes out. I, I mean, I don't think I still don't think I would be able to. But that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things you can't do, Sam. But oh, I mean, my. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so and then uh, basically she buys out his debt and basically beca- he becomes um, uh, her butler. Um, so and as the story unfolds, and unfortunately it never got a proper adaptation, you find out a lot of things. And the story actually goes really deep. It's number two ranked on my manga list because it, like Negima, takes one concept, does a head pull, and then just runs in the opposite direction as fast as it can because he wanted to write an actual, like, you know, suspenseful you know drama laden you know really deep story but the but the uh publishers was like we want something slice of life and funny so he did one thing turned around and ran the other way after it got popular <laughs> yeah um but you know it um high to no gochuku also contains a top-notch voice cast i mean th- oh yes from here on up every single show has a just top-notch voice cast um kikami uri uh plays the main character mm-hmm. nami yep um, so you've already got a link right there. And then you have my number one female character uh, of any anime series ranked in this uh, show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Hina or Hina Giku um, is mm, yeah. uh, number one on my list. Uh, I got a top five. I got a top five girls list as well. Um, Hayate has gone through a couple different studios. Um, the original adaptation was done by Synergy's SP. Um, which I don't know if that's due to around season two was done or season three was done by JC staff, uh-huh. um, which was decent. Um, and then Manglobe did season four. Um, and they committed the, uh, one of the unforgivable sins. They fucked up Hina's face. Yeah, there you go. Which I'm like, I immediately stopped. And the best thing about that whole series is the opening of season four. That's mm. it. Everything else is god awful. <laughs> it is awful, awful, awful. And it, it, I would never watch seasons one and two and read them up. It's it, the show itself is a fun show to watch. And if I remember correctly, it has that weird Santa Claus scene towards the beginning too, doesn't it? So Santa Claus, so you actually, so it's not ever fully explained in the anime, which I think is, again, it's a travesty, but Santa Claus appears 
and is a recurring character. Yes. But Santa Claus in this series is kind of a scumbag. Yes. Like, it's like, it's legit like scumbag. Like, if scumbag Steve played Santa, you would get that Santa. Like, Santa's <laughs> like, I can give you this gift. Just kidding, I can't. Because you're poor. <laughs> because you're poor. Yes. Thanks, Santa! <laughs> And, like, this show is, this show, like I said, has a top-notch voice cast, and it, it the production quality is okay. The first couple seasons are, at this point, coming up on 15 years old, so obviously it's not as well animated as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is another show I give a high recommendation to. The music's good. The characters really interact with, their, interact with each other really well. They're mm-hmm. not flat. They're no, they start out. You know, it starts out. They look kind of flat at the beginning because it's yeah. kind of a slapstick comedy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But as you watch more and more, you know, backstories get revealed that you know actually makes sense to why they behave as such. Characters that seem to be one way all of a sudden become another way because they're just you know they're different. I don't like. I said, I'm trying not to give you guys spoilers. Um, but it's it's a really good show. It, um, it is something to check out, and the fu- it, it is a fun show, and I I enjoy the different thing. And I feel like it is it looks a little dated to me, but it is still fun to go back, and I, it is an enjoyable thing. And so you suggest for season one and two, don't go any season past one it. and two. Um, I would watch those two if you really like the show. Walk, go ahead and watch uh, Cuties, which is I think season three or I can't remember how they did the labeling because mm-hmm. it was like season one was like twenty six, and then they did a fifty two episode, and yeah. then they did cuties which is awful mm-hmm. um and they did a movie uh, which was actually i think canonical but they kind of botched it mm-hmm. um no they did a movie it was a it was a two for one release with I, I can't remember what the they released it with something else and it was a two for one and they both turned out kind of crap because they had no yeah, money to okay. do either one um but yeah hi to the comment butler is uh my number eight show all right so next is number seven ah number seven Coming, uh, produced from 2011 to 2012, as well as 2015, by Studio Seven Arcs, mm. is Dog Days. Mm. Dog Days Dash and Dog Days Double Dash. <laughs> I knew this one was coming. Dog Days. Ah. <laughs> so, for those of you who are, for, who are from the South, um, <laughs> the term Dog Days of Summer generally means, you know, the really hot days of summer. where the dogs kind of just lay around and say, fuck it, I'm not doing anything because it's too damn hot. Mm. Dog Days is a very it starts off as an isekai anime mm-hmm. it, before isekai anime was a thing well before it was really popular no this was this came out about the same time as problem children from another world ah well that problem it, children, it problem actually children may was even yeah. predate it i'll have to look at actually let me look up when problem children problem children from another world came out because i knew it was about the same time um but basically uh, the main character if you if you watch the english dub his name is sink mm. s-i-n-k well, there you go <laughs> if you actually watch the japanese dub his name is shinku s-i-n-s-h-i-n-q so which makes a lot more sense than a, someone naming their kid sink um one second problem but yeah problem problem childs was it was a, a good one for that too isekai uh it's still you know being transported to another this place is, was still this predates problem children Mm. Problem Children was 2013. Oh. Was winter 2013. Mm. This was, I think, summer 2011. Mm. So Dog Days is a story about Shinku who gets transported. Season one, by the way. Spoilers. In case we weren't, we, we didn't make this clear. <laughs> um, gets transported to another world uh, because he's walking around and uh, he sees a dog which has a knife in its mouth. And he just gets blasted to another world. He goes to another world 
and it's full of you'll like this all the characters and all the uh all the uh kingdoms and all the different nations are named after desserts mm, delicious so you have <laughs> characters like eclair you have um oh what's her face you've got like you've got um I can't. I, all the like, all the names are skating top of my head. There, now, there are lots and lots of characters. It's, in this. there. This voice cast goes really, really deep, and the animation quality still holds up today, which is amazing for a ten-year-old show. Like shows in that era generally don't hold up that well, but this show has held up pretty well because they kept it pretty simple. Yes. Um, so basically, he basically is summoned as a hero, literally from another world. He didn't die, mm-hmm. um, but basically, he's summoned to fight a threat. And at the end of season one, they find a way for him to go home because they somehow they uh, they deus ex machina a antenna to where he can make phone calls on his cell phone back into our world. A lovely little flip phone, too. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but then um, season two and season three, he finds a way to come back and he brings gifts and he brings two more characters with him, two of his friends. Um, I won't go into season two and three, but it also turns into a uh, a bit of an idol anime as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, this show, so if you're not convinced by this show's um, animation chops, Seven Arcs is the same studio that does Nanoha. Mm-hmm, yeah, and actually, they the reason why they we think there hasn't been a Dog Days Triple Dash is because they've spent the last five years basically animating three Nanaha movies. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, so if if you know anything about uh, anime uh, studios, there's general for the bigger studios they have like their their A team, B team, C team, D team, so on and so forth. Like most smaller studios, like uh, Silverlink, Eight yeah. Bit, have an A team and a B team. You mm-hmm. can easily tell who's doing what. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Seven Arcs is so small, they don't have a B team. They have one team. They have an A team. Um, and as a result, they can only really work on one series, one show at a time. Um, but because there's only an A team, the animation quality is top notch. Voice acting is amazing. Um, you've got, you again, Kikumi Rie makes yeah. an appearance here in this show as well. It's, and- it's, it's a very cutesy looking show. It is, it's, it is very fun and very brightly colored. <laughs> so if you remember our 2018 theme, which was War Games, yeah. uh, after really throughout the whole series, it is basically just one giant war game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, again, it's really nice. It's It goes, season one does a bit of an ass pull about 90% of the way through, but then it goes back to form. And then season two and three are pretty fluffy, but, you know, it, it still maintains some, some, you know, level of drama, if that kind of makes mm-hmm, sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, Dog Days, really good music. Really, I, I can, the soundtrack is good. The OPs and EDs are amazing. Um, they're tier twos on, yeah. they're tier twos on care. I don't think this show has a tier one. I'm trying to think, does it have a tier one? It's got one that's really close. Um, but it's got, it's basically all of its OPs and EDs are tier two and threes, which is for a show like that is unbelievable to hit on every single note. And it's, it's, it's a really good show. Again, it's, if you don't like fluffy, this show isn't going to be for you. No, no, it's, Um, it's, it's, it's not a hardcore show. Like I said, bright, pretty colors. You look at the images for it. You're like, this is silly stuff, but you know, it's, it's. It's 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 one of those things. It's it's this is definitely like sugar. Is if you, what this if is. you like Mizuki Nana, 
Mizuki mm-hmm. Nana sings, I think, almost all the OPs and most of the EVs yeah. for this show, and she's also plays a major role. So if you know who Mizuki Nana is, she does she does a really good job in this show as well. Mm-hmm. But th- this show has so many characters; they basically went to every single um, voice acting uh, t- agency in the land. It's like we'll just take all your VAs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they are so. I think there are like thirty or forty VAs in the show. Yeah, I think like twenty of them have like actual like serious voice acting jobs. Yeah, because Seven Arcs, like I said, is well known for Nanaha, so mm-hmm. their animation yeah. quality is top notch. It just they can't really, they really don't have the manpower to go any further. Which I'm still waiting for Quad Dash. You know, I'm still waiting for Four <laughs> Dashes or a uh, Triple Dash rather, and. um but yeah, no, the thing is, like, it's not like they ha- it's a licensing issue because Seven Arcs actually owns the IP. Like, oh, th- yeah. This, this is an original IP. Mm. It's like, like, Nanaha, they're contracted and yeah. licensed yeah. to make Nanaha. They, they make a lot of money from Nanaha. Though. They do. Um, that, that, that's their not, bread and butter right there. That is, that is Seven Arcs' bread and butter, but unfortunately, it comes at the cost of, uh, of uh, Dog Days, which I'm not not the most happy well, with. Sorry about that, Jinx. <laughs> I mean, it's, listen, it's, with the way that the Japanese animation industry works, I mean, that's a whole episode by itself. We can yeah. sit here and talk because um, we both work in media and we, we kind of <laughs> know how this works. But yeah. I mean, it's, the, the Japanese animation industry is um, House of Cards, yeah, House of Cards. I mean, they're, they're going to go with that bread and butter, but eventually, you know, that might go away, and then they go back to their old friend Dog Days. I don't. My my main problem, my main worry about that is, I don't think Dog Days is. I mean, it got three seasons. Yeah, I don't know if it's enough to sustain a studio. Mm. I think Dog Days was. I I think well, they they left the door open at the end of season three to yeah produce more. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Uh, they, they they if they have time they will <laughs> well if they have time they have money and they have staff yeah but again it's it'll be it'll be i really hope it comes back the characters are really nice they're a little one-dimensional i mean if that's a knock against the show they're a little one-dimensional with so many characters you kind of have to be yeah you have to make them your st- your stocks or else it's hard to just yeah, get them in there there is some development but again if you're if you're looking to if you're looking for deep deep anime i mean Deep, deep anime really don't appear in the top 10 because I don't, I'm not a guy, I, I spend a lot of my life working and running around and dealing with bullshit. And the last thing I want is to sit down in front of my computer, watch anime and go through what I just went through in real life. Except I'm not paid <laughs> for it. You know, you, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to yeah. bring my work home. Yeah. All right. So on that, that vein, let's move on to number six. Ah, yes. Number six. This show debuted in 2010. Oh, and got a second season in 2012. Mm. It is also by Studio AIC. Mm. It is Amagami SS ah. and Amagami SS Plus. Ah, yes, the very the uh, the romantic shows. Yes, Am- <laughs> Amagami SS is the only show that I know of, and I'm pretty sure is the only show up to this point that I've ever watched that does the multi-girl romance right. So traditionally, in a very popular series of romance, so forth, everyone has their shipping wars. Yes, you, know, yeah. you go mm-hmm. with that character. You go with the tsundere, the childhood yeah. friend, the little sister character, the actual little sister. You know, depending on the show. Uh, and know. that's the show as well, actually. <laughs> um, actually, no. The, um, they they made a joke. I'll, I'll explain this here in a minute. Yeah. So, Amagami SS is an adaptation of a Japanese dating sim. Mm-hmm. But what Amagami SS does that's so good is that it follows each of the girls' arc. Yeah. And so so you start off in the same place, and it goes for like four episodes per girl, and it falls along. 
what's even better is Amagami SS Plus continues yeah, into yeah. those stories. Yeah, they, and I yeah I remember this. I mean this I, this is a show I really enjoyed as well. And yeah, I agree. And what they do with it is basically you know they split up. They have a t- twelve episode series series. Uh, their first season is only twelve episodes, and so they split it up between the four girls. They get four, uh, three. Is it, four, is it three girls? I know. No, no, it's. No, no, it's Dude. four girls. It's, 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 it's the swim team. The swim team. Uh, childhood the, friend. Chi- the fluffy friend. Uh, friend. The God. student council president. Yes. And the old the older girl, the senpai. Uh, that one wasn't, that one's okay. Uh, um, I, I enjoyed that. So, so basically you have four girls and each of them get basically three episodes. They go through the entire arc. And it basically. Well, they, go through, they go through the first bit of their arc. Uh, yeah, well, you go through basically. I think the first game is what it was, right? Uh, because because yeah. the next one was the next one was basically the next game. So yeah, ba- but basically, you get basically a mini series for him following one girl, and then it goes back to the start again where he follows another girl. Those all those characters still exist. Yeah, it's just that now can, you get to see him following you, one or the you other. Get, it's it's a it's a choose your own adventure game basically. Yeah, but you get to see a play. And for those of you who think, oh, it's only three episodes. Mind you, that's an hour of animation, and you're focusing on basically one character. That's a lot of characterization you can just get in there. The music's really good. The animation today, I think, still holds up really it well. It still does, because they didn't go over... It was actually, you know, the eyes were smaller. The animation style was a little bit more realistic. You don't have crazy colored hair. Actually, everybody has about normal skin tone, skin hair tone. Yeah. And they were going for more of a normal, more realistic thing. Now, the guy... I do have to say, and you'll find this out when you watch it. He's a little bit fetishy. He is a little. Uh, he's, a, I, he's a little, but he. That's uh, you know that's like a whole different thing. A little fetishy, but, just a tiny bit, just but, a tiny bit to get you com- figure out what you're going for. Compared to more recent main characters of shows like this, <laughs> he is he's about as vanilla as a McDonald's you know ice cream cone. But the thing about these this this show is though is that it has a very real relationship value. It's not this big. Oh my gosh, the world's gonna end, or oh my gosh, everybody's gonna die. It's a real relationship with little high school problems and they saw and the, the way they go about it and they fix it and his relationship with the girls seem very real and it, it is emotional well it's based it off is a, very it's, emotional. it's based off a full-fledged dating sim which yeah. unfortunately we never got here in the states which and as far as i remember there's currently no fan patch for it so unless you read japanese you're sol yeah um but i will say one of the things i have against i will knock this show for is it <sighs> If it wasn't for a second season, it probably wouldn't make top 10 because it does spread itself a little thin. It does. The second season does help. And the interesting, and nearly enough, one of the characters, there's there's not an actual relationship at the end. And so the next season actually gets that relationship with that character. So that that's another thing. If you watch the first season, definitely continue on to the second because you, you'll you, be a lot happier. Un- unlike a lot of shows, you do get closure um, yes. in, this, in this series, which is, you know, which for us anime fans who mm-hmm. have been sitting here waiting for season two of uh, Hatakura Maosama, uh, when season two and you know <laughs> you know it's a good a good comparison for this show that i think if, if you were confused still about the format of it um anybody that's seen clonade i think a lot of people seen the clonade uh those single episodes of clonade that were basically the takeout where the main character one after just one girl in one episode basically you got an entire story think about that but split up into three episodes i just want to say in clonade those split off episodes the one for the twin and the one for Sil- yeah. silver hell girl for those Joe. were some of the best stories well, in the entire series you, the thing is is i think with this show is that you get a lot more of the expanded universe you get a lot more of you know 
no more of this what if you know no yeah it's 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 there's no you can't really the the thing is like everyone who watches this show get along because everyone gets what they want mm -hmm. you pick your girl you have that girl's route now unfortunately there are a couple of girls that don't get their routes because they're not actual characters in the game mm -hmm. so well rather they're not main characters in the game so mm -hmm. you don't get the full routes um, but it, again, it's it's really nice in the regard that it, you get closure and everyone kind of gets along. So it's really hard to have a shipping war. This and path. we do have to mention about this, which I agree with you 100% on this. The music, the OP is the bomb. The OP, when you hear that song. Now, I'm one of those kind of guys that a lot of times will skip through the OP. But this one I watched every single time because that music it starts out with that you know i think it's like a little bit of english at the beginning you've you've definitely heard it on these top tens and it's great it's oh, just butter I mean, and, and, butter and the, thing is, and, and the thing is you have to realize is like when i when i make these top 10 when i'm when i top 25 top 50 everything gets shoved in there. oh yeah production quality casting of characters animation quality aging music music's a huge one because music is a lot of what we when when like when you eat food most of what you taste is what you smell through your nose mm -hmm. when you watch you see lots of bright colors but if you don't get the music it it's um it it really doesn't sink in sound really does matter with uh, shows like this and i just want to say that this this show is one of those ones and the thing is they don't ever cheap out on the show the show is very consistent with the animation style and quality throughout the entire way and i appreciate that that they don't ever drop and every 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 character gets their full glory the 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 cast isn't as strong as some of the other ones lower on this list um because it was a promotion for the game, mm -hmm. um, and the and the AIC burnt a lot of their budget on the actual animation and the music. The they kind of used, I wouldn't call them B listers, but they weren't like they they aren't your you know they aren't your Hanakana. They they're not your, a big name, but they weren't bad. They, their performance is good, but if you're looking for a who's who list this yeah. show does not it's not it. a who's who's list but that doesn't mean that they're not good no this, they are, this, this they show are this good. show this show does pretty well in mm -hmm. that regard and i believe that is number six i think that is the end of this Th that uh, is the end of this one and I, that's a good that's a good one to end on that one because that's a good and i do anybody that wants a romance anime that is a great pick for anybody to watch so uh join us for the next one which, where there's uh, gonna be a massive fight because i think for six through ten i think well, sam and i both agreed pretty eh, pretty well on I, I agree on a lot of your choices i agree the, of the uh, and i've said that before i agree with most of the stuff being on your list uh so we'll see about five through one what we what we uh, uh, I, can, I can i can already tell you there's gonna be a huge fight with number <laughs> four and probably number three well we'll have you'll have to wait till next time to see that one so all right until uh, next time until uh, next see time. you guys the KentokyoCon podcast is brought to you by the staff of KentokyoCon. Edited and moderated by KentokyoCon head of staff, Sam McGee. The views presented in this podcast are of the individuals and not the views and opinions of KentokyoCon. Theme music created by the talented Twirling Curtis. Thanks, man. Special thanks to our guest, and thanks to you, the listener, for continuing to support the Kentucky anime community.